Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Coming to you live from the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio. Oaklawn, Arkansas's only racing casino resort. Now, here's Justin Akery and Wes Moore on the Buzz Radio Network. 20% need his name up in life, he just wants to be heard, whether it's the beat of the mic, he feels so unlike everybody else alone, in spite of the fact that some people still think that they know, but no, he knows the code, it's not about the salary, it's all about reality and making some noise, making a story, making sure his click stays up, that means when he puts it down, talks picking it up, let's go. He never really talks much Never concerned with status But still even him starstruck Humble through opportunities Given despite the fact That many misjudge him Cause he makes a living From writing raps Put it together himself Got a picture connect Never asking for someone's help But to get some respect He's only focused on what he wrote His will is beyond reach And now it all unfolds The skill of an artist This is 20% skill 80% fear Be 100% clear Cause why you was ill Who would've thought He'd be the one That set the West in flames And I heard him Wreck it with the crystal method, name of the game Came back, dropped mega death, took him to church I like bleach, man, why you had the stupidest verses? Dude, is the truth, now everybody giving them guest spots His stocks through the roof, I heard from with that guy 10% luck, 20% skill 15% concentrated power of will 5% pleasure, 50% And he's spitting fire and might Got him out the dryer, he's hot Found him in Fort Minor with top But a f***ing nihilist porcupine He's a he's a the type Women wanna be with him Rappers hope he gets Eight years in the making Patiently waiting to blow Now the record with your notice Taking over the globe He's got a partner in crime This is equally dope You won't believe the kind of That comes out of this kid's throat He's not your everyday on the block He knows how to work with wood He's got making his way to the top He don't think it's a common on his name People keep asking him was it Giving that birthday does he stand for an act But no, he's living proof Let him rock in the booth He'll get you buzzing quicker than a shot of vodka with juice, juice. Him and his crew are known around as one of the best Dedicated to what they do and get 100% Nobody really knows how or why he works so hard It seems like he's never got time Because he writes every note and he writes every line And I've seen him at work when that light goes on in his mind It's like it's a sign that's written in his head every time Before he even touches the key or speaks in a rhyme And those other fellas he runs with the kids that he signed Ridiculous, without even trying How do they do it? This is 10% luck, 20% skill 15% concentrated power of will 5% pleasure All right, just a couple of confounded sports fans over here. We're going to start the show now. Apologize. I didn't realize we talked all the way through the open, but it's not the first time, and it won't be the last. We're just catching up on some things. A lot happened yesterday. We welcome you to the zone on a wonderful Thursday. The Wizard is here. Wes is here. And I am here. I am Justin. Thanks for being with us. Uh, We had three significant moves in the world of coaching yesterday, and also the Razorbacks got beat again by Georgia. By the way, Devo just let us know that he is tied up this morning and he will not be available until tomorrow. I'm sure they also got in the middle of the night and that sucks. So. Literally or figuratively? Uh, I would say not literally. Well, okay, good. Smarty fans. Well, I mean, they got they did get beat again, so I don't know what kind of punishment they're going through right now. I don't know if it was his fault, um, but I guess everybody takes their, their bit of the blame. He did start last night, three out of six for Devo, seven points, six rebounds, very solid there, mm-hmm. missed both his threes, and no assists, only one turnover. Hmm. So Not bad. Yeah, Arkansas lost 76-66, and the offense continues to be an issue. They end up shooting 40%, but 3 of 21 from the three-point line and the turnovers resulting in Georgia points. Because let's be honest, 
I think Mike White's a hell of a coach. Yeah. That ain't a great Georgia team by any stretch of the imagination either, certainly on the offensive end. So I will say that uh, the points off turnovers were pretty clearly very important in the, in the outcome. There were there were two reasons they, they lost that game, in my opinion. Uh, Arkansas had 15 turnovers and were outscored points off of turnovers 25 to 10. Yep. That's a 15-point difference. How much did they lose by? They lost by 10. Oh, okay. Then you go to three-point shooting. Georgia was 9 of 27 for 33%. Not great. No, and they took some it's, bad it's, shots late. It's okay. Uh, 9 of 27. I think it, coaches would like 35%. They can live with 35%. They'll take that. Arkansas was 3 of 21 for 14%. If they do what Georgia does and shoot 7 of 21, which is 33%, not out of the, uh, out of the world, and they had some good open looks, wide open looks that they missed, mm-hmm. that they should make. Mm-hmm. If you make four more three-pointers and shoot 7 of 21, that's 12 additional points. Or if you take care of the ball. I mean, that, that's been a focal point in the Moss era, two things. Defense and taking care of the basketball. And they didn't really do either thing yesterday. I talk, We talked about Mitchell. Makai Mitchell got a start yesterday, and I thought, again, we talked. He gave a physical presence, mm-hmm. and stat line-wise, he looked fine, except mm-hmm. for one category where he is a significant liability. He looks more uncomfortable with the ball was in, in his hands than he ever has to me, and I don't know what's going on there. And there are times they run the offense through that high post. And they were running it through him, and he was turning it over. There was one costly turnover where he had, I think it was Caleb Battle, cutting to the basket, wide open, and he tried to throw it through a player's hands. I mean, there was no, you know, you're taught it fifth grade, give a little fake low and then throw it high. Or fake high and then throw it low with the bounce pass. He just tried to throw it straight through the guy's hands, and, and they get it and go the other way and get a layup. End of the game. It's still... There's a chance for Arkansas to make a run and win this thing. Makai gets it from about 16 feet and travels. I mean, he just takes two steps before he puts the ball down. Mm -hmm. He had just four bad turnovers. Was it four? Is that what it ended up being, four turnovers? Yes. Yes. You can't have your big guys. And Coach Musk said that after the game. They had 15 turnovers, and you're thinking, wow, the guards really struggled tonight. No, it was from your big guys. Your big guys who don't handle the ball as much right. as your guards. Tremont Mark, great game. Yep. I think he had one turnover. Mm-hmm. And he had the ball in his hand pretty much the entire second half. Mm-hmm. It was your big guys. They, yeah. got, they got to take care of the ball. What is our offense? What are we even good at? Last night it was give the ball to Tremont Mark and run some screens for him and let him go and deliver, and he did. They went about five possessions in a row, though, where they were going after Graham. And trying to tar- get First him going. Half, yep. And he was about he's fifty percent from the floor, but the free throws are obviously Killer. an issue. Killer. He's a fifty percent free throw shooter, basically. He's a liability uh, because I mean, if I'm if I'm guarding him or I'm the opposing coach, fouling. Has that been a career issue line. for him? Yeah. Yes. Did he shoot him bad last year? I don't remember. I mean, when you go zero for two, zero for two, mm. one for two, and, and early in the game when it was a key part because you remember Arkansas got off to a terrible start. Uh, they missed their first three three pointers. They're down six to nothing. Later on, they um, they they give up a twelve zero run to Georgia. I mean, this is where you got to go to the free throw. That's what they teach you. You know, when you're on the road and you're losing, get to the free throw line, make some free throws, get some layups. And Graham goes to the free throw line and bricks four in a row. Yeah, I mean, Mark makes ten out of ten. They missed seven. He made he missed five. So yeah, it's uh, and Brazil was the other. He missed a couple of costly yeah. free throws. One, it's a Five-point game. He gets fouled, misses the first one, makes the second one. It's a four-point game. Or no, I think it was a four, it was a four-point game. He made one. Yes, got it to three. That was the only time in the second half it was a one-possession game. Mm-hmm. He had a chance to make it a two-point game and missed that free throw. Well, they're finding ways to lose, unfortunately, right now, and it's not going to get a whole lot easier this weekend because you're back on the road against Florida. Now, last night's outcome in the Florida Ole Miss game, none of us saw coming. If you would have given me a million dollars to bet on either one of those teams. Uh, either getting to 100 or not getting to 100, I would definitely would have bet neither team gets to 100. And even more unlikely is it was Ole Miss that scored 103 last night in a blowout victory over Florida. I would have never expected that. If you missed the Tennessee-Mississippi State game, you missed a heck of a game. That was a great battle back and forth. Tennessee gave themselves some chances. And their uh, their Wooden Award watch list guy uh, is pretty darn good. I had not seen him play much. but Ole Miss? No, no, no. Mississippi Tennessee. State. Tennessee. Oh, Tennessee. Oh, Dalton Neck. Connect. 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 K-N-E-C-H-D. Yeah, he's he played at a... Dude, he's long. He was a Division Two guy? No, I don't think it was Division Two. Or he's one of the Dakotas. Yeah, maybe. Okay. Anyway, he uh, he's fun to watch. And they, they were just going crazy. Apparently, they'd never seen him dunk before. 
We had a couple nice throwdowns last night. Mm. But that was an entertaining game. Tennessee is, even though they lost, going to be tough. And, of course, uh, Tolu Smith's been there for like 40 yeah. years. He's he's a tough dude to deal with. And he made a key play late, got an and one, and, and helped them to victory in a game that was basically a toss-up at the end there. He did play at a junior college, but he played at Northern Colorado for two years. Northern Colorado, okay. All right. That is a Division One team? I don't know anything yeah. about Northern Colorado. What league are they in? Big Sky. Okay. Anywho, so next up is Florida, afternoon game, and, uh, okay. Two zero and 2 teams. Yeah. Um, Florida's going to be... better about Florida, though. You do, after watching them, or... No, I, I think that they're better than Arkansas. Oh, yeah, no, yeah. I mean, they got some big guys. Uh, it's going to be very important for Mitchell to have a good game without turnovers. He provides that inside presence that they needed last night. Um, and they 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 got it. I mean, Georgia's big guy is not a no. He's not he's a not. great scorer, but they did a good job on him to prevent him from taking over the game. He's gigantic. Yeah, that's he, a big dude. No, he's very uh, thick. Yes, two C's. Yeah, thick. Uh, anyway, yeah. There's again significant cause for concern, like we talked about. But there were some good moments. I like look. Yeah. He's he's fishing still. I like the lineup change. You know, you got to do something, and. If they have a decent day, to your point, shooting it, or they don't turn it over a bunch and get outscored. And look, that's pretty much maximizing, right? They didn't turn it over like a million times. Well, they turned it over like 15. 15. 15 turnovers turned into 25 points. It's not quite maximum capacity, but that's a pretty good mm-hmm. ratio if you're if you're um, whoever they lost to. Georgia. Like Georgia. They, they had yeah. a couple pick sixes, you know, you yeah. talk about. Um, they It's just it's some turnovers. It's, the ball goes out of bounds, and you can reset. They had a lot of turnovers that Georgia took the other way and scored points off of. Uh, one other key stat that I'll give you, Minifield and Battle. Those are two guys that have provided a scoring punch for for Arkansas. Mm. Uh, Minifield, we saw it with 30-plus. I mean, the, the guy can put it up. Sure. And, and Battle... I like battle. I think they're – well, no, both. There is a place for this team. They need both of those guys. Sure. They went one for 13 last yep. night and combined for three points. The good news is battle doesn't lack confidence. The bad news yeah. is battle doesn't yeah. lack confidence. Yep, that's right. There's not a bad shot for battle There's a litany, mind. There are a litany of Razorback basketball players over the last 20 years. J.D. Note. <clears throat> who have had the same thing where it's like, I'm always open, I've always got to look, and I'm always going to take a shot if i got a chance. Yeah. There was one time in that second half – and Mark drives in and then kicks it out to battle. And he's about 28 feet. I know. God. And there's nobody around him. He could have dribbled all the way to the three-point line and shot it. And he took it from 27 feet. Yeah. No, that was a bad shot. <laughs> and it, it was like, I mean, it was like almost like a fast break. Yeah. Almost. It was very early in the shot clock. Right. No off. It was a one-pass type deal. Uh, we've got uh, no Devo today, but we do have the Red White Report brought to you by Big O Tires. We're going to hear more about uh, Razorback basketball here in a second. I'm assuming we've got some stuff from, from us, uh, so I will get to that in a sec. Also, Quinn Grovey, thanks to Bill and Sward at 11.10. Get his thoughts on all the coaching changes. Same with Barrett Salee from CBSSports.com. I'm very happy he's coming on. He kept picking against Michigan, so i got to get his thinking here mm. and how he feels about it now. Then he went, He's the guy that I was talking about. He's the guy that was like, no. Nope. Alabama, not Washington. And then after it was over, he's like, "Is Connor Stallions get a ring?" I'm like, "Come on, bro, give him a little, give him a little bit of respect. Give him a little bit of respect." Have you spoke to Quinn? Because he thought last week's visit was his last, but I think this week's visit is his last. I think he might be right too. I'm not positive. I'm gonna text him. Okay, probably should text Leslie and ask her what the what the situation is. I'm sure Bell and Sword would love to have him one more time. Uh, if you want to weigh in on last night, 661-1037. If you want to hit us up on the live fan feedback that's brought to you by Southern Structural Solutions. And, of course, we've got... Uh, well, that's not live fan feedback. That's the Gangster Museum of America. Southern Structural Solutions text lines, 501-661-1037. Sorry, I'm trying to do too many things at once. I see JW's on. I'm sure he's super happy about what happened last night. Just kidding. What's up, JW? Hey, uh, first, Justin, i got a bone to pick with you. i got a lot of hate for you right now, and I want you to listen up. Ever since yesterday, you played that stupid song from Seinfeld, and it was stuck in my head all night. Which song? I was song? singing it going to bed, and my wife was like, shut the hell up. Not Seinfeld. You mean from The Greatest American Hero? Yeah, walking in on air yeah. that I was singing. Greatest American Hero. Nobody is here. I was like, my wife is like, Oh, shut the Seinfeld the version. That's right. Up. I forgot about that. Yes, I don't know, dude. I, it was stuck in my head. Sorry, like buddy. Like a bad uh, Boy George song or something. It was a, a nightmare. 
Hey, my question is, how come is it like, I think Chris Beard's a better coach. I'm going to go ahead and say it. Okay, here's the thing. How come you take a horrible, I mean, Ole Miss wasn't that great last year. He comes in and just starts smoking people. Now, why aren't we here that Arkansas's got the greatest facilities, this, this, and this? But why can we not ever capitalize on that? And I know what you're going to say. He's been to the tournament. He's been to the tournament. Yeah, he has. And I'm not going to take that away from him because we wasn't doing that before. But how come other coaches can come in and and I hear all the time, who are we going to get? Well, nobody's really heard of Chris Beard at ULAR till then. I have it. And he goes to Texas and Texas Tech, and he comes in at Ole Miss. Let me ask you a question. Is the coaches that are being hired at Arkansas from football to basketball, uh, Van Horn, he's safe, I believe. Um, so are there people doing the hiring, being held accountable? Because what I'm, I don't understand how Missouri can turn their football team around just like that. We missed on Eli. I just don't understand why Arkansas cannot get it together in sports. JW. In, in, other than track and, and other things JW. like that. But the money makers. <laughs> JW. Yes. I love you. You're being very reactionary, and you didn't knock it off. There's one sport that's struggling. One. Football. Football. Well, well, basketball struggling well, this year. You're, but you're we've saying been good. that they're going to turn it around. My question, Wes. Well, is even if how they don't, they they've been elite eight and two sweet sixteens. Yeah. You're ready yeah. to get Musselman and say he's a failure because of that? That's that's ridiculous. You know what? That's absolutely. Sweet 16, you know right? what? Two elite sixteens. And I'll say that's this ridiculous. and I'll hang up. I'll say this. I'll say this and I hang up. You want to talk about overreaction? You want to talk about all that? How about Musselman jumping up and down the sideline like a like a baby? It was and fun then. You liked it then, and now that he's losing, you don't like it. No, that's I never silly. liked it. Okay, well, Most yeah. of the people doesn't like it. A lot of people don't like it. That's fine, but that has nothing to do with his coaching no. or the outcome of the game. Name me another SEC coach that's been, in the last three years, to two Elite Eights in the Sweet 16. Go. I mean, Bruce Pearl likes to take so, his shirt off. Nobody. Okay. Nobody. Then beat the hell out of Okay, then put Pittman one. Don't change the subject. So don't change the subject. We're talking about Musselman. You're talking about Musselman. Don't change I'm the subject. I'm talking about the overall... Overall. Then you're talking about Pittman. That's it. That's it. You're talking about one coach. JW, the overall sports program is great. You got an elite softball program. You got a great baseball program. You got an elite volleyball program. Well, you're you're talking just about football. You're just, basketball is a, listen, it's not a great year, and I don't think they're going to get it turned around either, but that's not a, that's not indicative of the health of the program overall. It's a bad year. It happens. Kentucky's missed the tournament before. I think they're a pretty elite program with an elite coach. All right. Come on. Count them. King, count them. He'll never win the championship. Y'all oh. don't look at me funny like Stan. I was just going to say Stan. Come on. <laughs> you don't have. Okay. Well, that's what we were talking about it's earlier. Like you're betting the field. It's easy. How, yeah. yeah. How many SEC coaches have won a national championship? One. Yeah. Uh, only I, one person can win every year. That's right. And that doesn't mean you had a crappy season because you didn't win a championship every year. I had this debate with Josh last night. We went round and round about Beard. He didn't like Beard because of Beard's reputation. He says, I said, you mean because of an isolated incident in Texas? So we debated that. Is he an elite coach? Hell yes. No doubt. And anybody should be thrilled to have him, I think. Um, And by the way, Arkansas tried to hire him. Yeah. And it looked like they had him hired. And then Texas Tech kept winning. Yeah. And kept winning. And kept winning. And he couldn't leave. Right. Then you've got Barnes, who obviously had success at Texas and now at Tennessee. But, I mean, you've got really good coaches. They've upgraded across the board. These, the coaching in this, this league is a thousand times better than it was 20 years ago. But, I mean, overall, again, there are obviously some programs that are not quite as good. But um, how many elite coaches are in this league right now? Like guys that have been to finals or guys that have been to Final Fours or guys that have had a you know 15- or 20-year history of winning? Two to three. Cal Perry? Yeah. And Beard? Beard. He's been to a final, at least. I would... I mean, who's next on the list? It's probably Barnes. Barnes. Yeah. yeah, but he flames out a lot in the first round. They don't. He doesn't. He's not good. He's not. He's not had a lot of. I won't yeah. say he's not a good tournament coach. And, he hasn't and, had success in the tournament. And all that he he has on Musman is really time. Right. I mean, they basically have had the same career. Nevada and what he's done there. Right. I mean, he's on a heck of a run. They've had the same run. He's just fifteen or twenty years older yeah. than Muss. So, I don't know. I wouldn't trade Muss for. 
pretty much anybody at this point. There's still. some good, young, up-and-coming coaches. I mean, Mississippi State and Jans. Yeah. Well, well, I like that guy a lot. 100%. I think he's, he's not young, but yeah. He's not? No. Jans, I thought, was. How old? Is he? Yeah, I think he's in his 40s. He looks like I he's did in too. his 50s or 60s. Oh. That could be wrong. Hey, we just gave him a compliment. Uh, and uh, A&M. I, I love Oh, Buzz. Buzz yeah, yeah, I do too. He's struggled he's there, but 54. So he's not, okay. Yeah, he's not. No, he's a young guy, dude. Yeah. That's young. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. You wait till you hit 30, buddy. Then you're going to feel a little differently about 50-year-olds. You think I'm old? Do you think I'm old? Uh, he's not an up-and-comer. Wait, I mean, no, 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 no. Do you think I'm old? Compared to me, yeah. NFL legend Dan Hampton joins Morning Mayhem each week for a little football talk courtesy of Metro Towing and Recovery and Central Termite and Pest Control. This is SportsCenter. Another rough night for Arkansas men's basketball. They fell to Georgia last night, 76-66. to Arkansas is now 9-6 overall, 0-2 in the Southeastern Conference. The Hogs trailed by 10 at the half, and they ended up playing Georgia even the rest of the way. They were 3-for-21 from beyond the arc, 40% from the floor. Tremont Mark led the way. He had 24 points, to go along with 7 assists, 3 rebounds, and 3 steals. The Hogs will be back in action once again on Saturday when they take on the Florida Gators at 3 p.m. You can catch it on ESPN and right here on 103.7 The Buzz. I'm Josh Neighbors for The Buzz Radio Network. The king of Arkansas sports talk, Randy Rainwater for Bet Saracen. There's big news in the mobile sports betting business. Bet Saracen was just named the 15th largest sports book in America. That's because our Kansans like to do business with a winner. Find all your winners on Bet Saracen. Download it today and look for my double R prop bet specials. I pick them, you win them. Bet Saracen is Arkansas's favorite sports wagering app. Gambling problem? Call 800-522-4700. Heartland Rehabilitation and Care Center in Benton proudly offers compassionate and loving care to our veterans, meeting the unique needs of every veteran who calls Heartland home. Visit heartlandrehabcenter.com. Your husband is pretty handy to have around. He makes the world's best mac and cheese. He's in the Tickle Monster Hall of Fame. (laughs) And he can teach anyone how to throw strikes. But a busted pipe and a basement full of water? Honey, I think we need a plumber. Is a little out of his league. That's where a homeowner's policy from Shelter Insurance comes in handy. We'll help get your house back in order and your husband back to what he does best. <laughs> see shelter agents Brian Cress or Caleb Green in North Little Rock or in Brinkley see agent Hunter Cornelson. Roger's got for Family Markets. Are you looking for a grocery store that feels like home? Then look no further than Family Markets. With stores located in Pangburn, Malvern, and Shannon Hills, you can think of them as neighborhood staples, where the butchers still cut and pack their own meat, where the produce is always fresh, and customer service is a top priority. And with over 100 years of experience and knowledge in the grocery business, the management team of Family Markets is dedicated to bringing you the best shopping experience possible. So why not stop by and check them out today? Family Markets, the way grocery shopping should be. 1037 The Buzz is home for Razorback Basketball. Be sure to stick around after the game for the Guatney Chevrolet, Guatney Buick GMC post-game show with Wes Moore and Josh Neighbors, live from Walk-Ons in Little Rock, presented in part by Orville, Arkansas and First Security Bank. You're listening to the handsomest sports talk show in the natural state. Wait, are you sure this is right? Just go with it, Shots. Okay, okay. The Zone with Justin Acre and Wes Moore in the Oakland Racing Casino Resort Studio is live! Here's a plan. Start out the new year in a new car. Guatney Chevrolet right now offering $2,250 extra rebate on any vehicle that you trade in that's 2010 or newer. It's on top of all the other great deals they have, the incentives, the financing rates, an extra $2,250 on any 2010 or newer trade-in. You still get no payments for 90 days out there on some of the vehicles. 
Go take a look at the website, guatneychevrolet.com. See all the inventory. Find out the vehicle you want. Find the vehicle you want. Then drive to the Gregory Street exit in Jacksonville where they're ready to make a deal. They're going to pay you top dollar for the vehicle you're driving that you trade in. Pay that sucker off. Get out of that note. Have a little extra put down on the down payment. And you drive out of there in a new car that you like better with the payment you like better. It's a good deal right now. They got some great previously owned vehicles if that's what you're in the market for. And they got deals on those things. So give Guatney Chevrolet a chance. They want to make January a great month. They want to make 2024 a great year. Start it off the right way at Guatney Chevrolet. Thank you very much. I can't tell you how pleased and honored I am to be your coach at the University of Alabama. Are you guys really talking Alabama and national championship? As long as they're in the same conference with Florida and LSU, I don't care who the coach is, they're not going to be in the national championship run. Oh, that was old school Clint Sterner. Bad takes exposed. I like to bring that up every once in a while. I remember Pat and I sat here and I was like, look, you got a lead coach, elite program? This is going to be bad. And Clint had just, in his defense, had just gotten done kicking the hell out of Alabama for the last couple of years he was in school, so he didn't buy it, and I get it. But it worked out way better than any of us anticipated. Nick Saban done, though, at Alabama. Rejoice. And, of course, it's been pointed out many times already over the last 12 hours or so. But, of course, they make this move. Arkansas doesn't have Alabama on the <laughs> schedule next season. But the good news is they don't have the uh, Patriots or the Seahawks on the schedule either, and those two coaches are also walking away, whether they like it or not. Uh, we're going to miss Nick Saban for a number of reasons, but I certainly will not miss him uh, coaching his team. And I will not miss Alabama being a serious problem every year. At least I hope it isn't. Where is Mike Shula when I need him? Who's going to be the next coach at Alabama, you think? And do you consider them, uh, you expect them to be on the same level that they have been on? Can they match what they've done? Because I will go with Clint on that one. I don't expect them to be at the same level for that long of a period of time. Nick Saban might be. This is a big, big statement. All due respect to all the coaches in all the sports. Might be the best coach of all time in any sport. You can make an argument. He's certainly he's getting on the argument. Yeah. He's, in, he's on the Mount Rushmore, right? Yeah. yeah. It's real hard yeah. to do what he's done. Nick Saban's a very smart guy, right? I think so. This is radio. Don't give me a head nod. Yes, sir. Okay. Sorry. Uh, he, he sees what's going on. He, he sees the future of college football. He sees with the NIL evening the field a little bit, the transfer portal, basically free agency. It is harder for him to dominate at Alabama. And I think he saw that. And that's one of the reasons why he got out. I mean, age was something to do with it also. And just time to retire and, you know, ride off in his big boat into the sunset. But I do think he saw that it was going to be a lot more difficult to have di- the dynasty of Alabama. And and that's one of the reasons he got out. So yet, to answer your question, the next coach coming in is not going to do the things that Nick Saban did. To, to your I agree with you to some degree, but also I would say it's hard to make that argument when he had a a quarterback who was very limited and they were one play away from making the national championship game this year. I mean, so, you know, they're still right there and they would be for the foreseeable future. But you're right, it is tougher. And then you're going to a 12-team playoff. Anything can happen against elite teams and and you have to win another couple games to get there. So, yeah, I mean, it makes sense. I mean, again, at some point, like, your wife's got to walk in and go, Nick, we have $100 million. What What do you get to prove? Like, can we please go relax? Can we please have some fun? Can we go sit on one of our lake bo- uh, boats uh, in one of these lakes that we've got a house on? Yeah. I mean, at what point's enough? I respect the competitiveness, but I'm like, dude, hopefully you got another 30 years to live. Go relax and enjoy yourself. Someone said he bought a $21 million vacation home. Okay. That's not a vacation home. <laughs> That's a home. That's yeah. a retirement home. That's a good point. You think he puts it on Verbo when he's not there? No. No, I don't. I will miss Nick Saban's interactions with uh, his players, and certainly uh, he had some good contentious moments with the media. I mean, he and Belichick, both two greats. And I I think, honestly, that's our question of the day today, Christian, because you've got two guys from the NFL that didn't seem like they were ready to walk away from the sport. I know Coach Kelly thinks Bill was willing to give up a little bit of his responsibilities as GM and maybe keep coaching. Didn't seem to me, even though he's apparently taking an advisory role with the Seahawks, I don't think Carroll mm-hmm. wants to quit yet either. And they're both you know, in their 70s too. Yes, our question today is, which coach is more likely to coach again, Bill Belichick or Pete Carroll? Belichick's leading the way at 55%. Carroll's got 19%. Then you have both or neither. I'd do both. I think they're both coach. I, I saw the Pete Carroll last press conference. 
he does his opening monologue and then he finishes it up with guys i'm excited i'm ready to go back to work i can't wait for next year you know there was he was making it clear this was a message he was sending through the media he wanted to be back and he's still wanting to coach where would he be a great fit i don't know anywhere yeah i think he's a great coach he's got i mean i watched his locker room speech after they beat arizona that dude runs around like he's 60 or 55. I mean, like, he looks good. He does. He's and very he's very vibrant and energetic. Saban's 72, and he's older than Saban, correct? I believe so. I think that's yeah. right. I think he's yeah. like 74. Three, I'm going to yeah. it out there. Um, anywhere. Any of these openings. There are now he's eight born in 51. 51. September 51. 49 and 24. He'll so he'll be 74, 73 this year. Sometime yeah. this year. Yeah. Um, he. There are eight openings in the NFL now. One quarter of the league has an opening. That's wild. There's a spot for him somewhere. There's a spot for Vrabel. There's a spot for him. There's a spot for Belichick if he wants yes. it to. I, I think agree. that's right. And Harbaugh. Absolutely no-brainer. You're right. So we just hired half the coaches. There you yeah. go. Good luck on the other ones, guys. Somebody made an interesting point today. I can't remember who. Maybe it was uh, Paul Feinbaum. First interesting point he's ever made. He said, I don't think it'll happen, but he said, D'Amico Ryan's Alabama legend, you know, if they wanted to get an NFL guy. Here's the thing, though. The only thing about college, unlike most other sports, although I guess basketball's kind of the same way. College pays so much more than the NFL does. It's a it's a shorter schedule. Mm-hmm. I mean, to me, it would be intriguing. You got you got less. But the only thing is recruiting, recruiting stuff. But you're yeah. paying. I mean, you're getting paid twice as much. Like D'Amico Ryan's is what's he making? Five million? If he is, that's great. I bet he's not. I yeah. bet he's not making five million. But, but he could also, be making ten million next year. You're coaching the Texans, and it looks like they have a pretty bright future. I just don't think they. So work. does Alabama, and at ten million a year, you only got to work half as long to make the same amount of money. I don't think we see a whole lot of guys going from the NFL to the college ranks as opposed to the college ranks to the NFL. I saw Nick Saban do it. It worked out okay for him. Yeah, but he went college, NFL, college. I know. Well, most of these guys have backgrounds in other, you know, at different levels. But college is hard these days to coach. It is. I mean, it is. It's twelve. It's twelve months. There's there's very little off time mm-hmm. uh, with the recruiting and as we guessing, already mentioned with the transfer portal and NIL. It's just even harder. Do you really think NFL coaches though sit around and twiddle their thumbs for three months a year? I don't believe they do. I think they're working. No, I think they're, they're doing. Other things. They're working on yeah. development personnel. They're working on a plan. I mean, I think they work. Maybe it's not the same, mm-hmm. but you do have a whole staff to help recruit to. It's not like he's having to go into homes all the mm-hmm. time. I don't know. I don't. I, I would like to see like the number of hours spent in the off season, college versus pro. I would guess. Yes, you're right. College probably more, but maybe not so much more that it isn't worth twice the salary. I was saying money talks, and I'm not saying he would be interested because you're right. I mean, it is still the pinnacle of the sport. If you want to coach at the highest level, it's still the NFL. But the highest level of money is at college. Yeah, what do you think D'Amico Ryans would would make at Alabama? What do you think they would be willing to pay him? I think if they they're going to have to pay somebody ten million bucks because yeah. a guy like Landing's going to have to leave Oregon, and Landing's a guy that's been brought up His a lot. Twenty million, by the way. And that's again dropping the bucket for what yeah. they've got in the coffers. I'm sure, considering how much success they've had for a long period of time. People love a winner, and they always want to give money to winners. I could see Kaylin DeBoer. With their AD coming out and saying, we expect to have a coach in 72 hours, that tells you money's not an issue. It's not like he has to go to a donor and go, hey, I'm going to need $20 million for a buyout. They also have the guy they want, is my, my opinion. Because Nick Saban loves Alabama. He has to. He's been there too long not to. You don't just go, hey, I'm quitting. The season's over. You go to the AD and go, look, don't tell anybody. But when this is over, I'm done. So you need to start thinking about what's next. There's no way that Nick Saban didn't give him a heads up, I don't think. That would be doing them an injustice, and you don't want to hurt the program. You want them to continue on, right? Mm-hmm. Or maybe you want them to fail and go, can't do it without Nick. But I guess, I'm guessing, especially with that statement, that they've already got their guy, and money's not going to be an issue by any stretch of the imagination. I don't see how DeBoer fits, Christian, to your point. Does he have a background in the SEC? I don't know. I was just thinking successful coach. Good coach, but Lanning does. Yeah, Lanning does have a background. So, to me, he's the perfect he is fit. The top he's team. tough. He's solid. He's got a blue-collar mentality. He's he's a, he's good with the media. I mean, guy knows how to evaluate talent. He did a hell of a job this year. He's like you know two plays away from being in the national championship playoff himself. Mm-hmm. So I think he's the perfect guy. He's the top candidate in the yeah. country. I would say odds are, according to some of the places that put out those kind of odds, he yeah. is the top choice. Um. Yeah, I'd be curious to see how... I think Carroll's going to be fine. I think Carroll... Maybe another five years or something. We'll see what he ends up doing. If you're I don't s- think Belichick will be successful at his next stop. As long as he doesn't pick the players, he's still a great defensive mind. Yes. Yeah, he is. But is he going to bring in Josh McDaniels to run the offense? He needs somebody who's dynamic offensively. That's a lot of team's problems. If your Saints just happened to fire Dennis Allen, right. would you rather have Pete Carroll or Bill yes. Belichick? Carroll. He just... I mean, again, it's... 
easy to say because he's a lot more vibrant and fun, and I love his energy. I've always liked him. Even when he was at USC, I remember when he came to Fayetteville, and like he was bouncing around out there, and of course he had history there with his dad being a coach there in the past, but he's just a likable guy. Like I love Pete Carroll. Your commanders do have an opening. Which would you I would rather, rather have? have Pete Carroll. Isn't that crazy maybe, to think? Belichick has the argument to be in the greatest coach in NFL history. Right. I don't think he's going to do anything anymore. I think his, the game has passed him by. Well, he can take one of these organizations and make them better and for five years and, and leave it in better shape than he found it. He and I don't think there's any doubt he'll do Should that. Should he be a GM instead of a head coach? No. I think he's better as a coach probably than a GM, don't you? I mean, look, he has fielded a pretty poor product for a long time. There has not been – I mean, the last couple of years Tom Brady was in New England. He didn't have any talent around him hardly. Look at their draft history. It's terrible. Hmm. So I think he's more of a coach than a GM. But again, we could debate this with Kevin Kelly next week. But, dude – yeah, I would love to have Pete Carroll. And I'm not I'm not down on Dennis Allen as much as some people are, but I would love to have Pete Carroll. Would you rather have Pete Carroll or uh, Jim Harbaugh? Uh, Give me Harbaugh. Harbaugh. Yeah. Would I rather have Jim Harbaugh or Sean Payton? Sean Payton. Wish he would have never left. Brad's in Cersei. What's up, Brad? Yeah, in light of recent events, the Pete Carroll thing, what about him going to Alabama? Or maybe the Patriots? I can't see. You're not going to get rid of a 72-year-old and hire a 72-year-old, I don't think. Well, he, they didn't get rid of him. Okay. He got rid okay, of them. Yeah, but what you know scares what me the most is uh, Petrino doing a uh, Lane Kiffin. Where's he going to go? Jumping ship in University of Alabama. No, <laughs> they can't hire. They, they've got to hire a they guy with a crystal him. clean background. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Don't yeah, you think... They, uh, Hey, man, coaching staff's working right now, brother. I, I noticed the, the, the staff up here at Harding. Man, they're they're at it. They're at it. Great guns. Everybody, I hadn't seen Coach Simmons. A lot of people haven't. But uh, his staff, man, they're working at it. Yep. They're, they're going, going at it. Well, once you get to the and top, yeah, you want to stay uh, there. When when you're at a program that long, Dad was at Texas State, he said, man, look. This is just not not for me. All this recruiting, all this time that we have to spend up here, I just you know, I'd rather just go back to high school. And they will give you a heads up if he's the type of coach that will do that. Otherwise, sometimes they'll just uh, leave you hanging until they say I'm gone. So, but that's that's the thing, man. That you know, it's going to be hard to find somebody like y'all said. If if, if y'all got confidence in the guy that's coming in, then uh, I'm I'm all for that, but um, I don't think they're going to fall off very much just because they got to hire someone. They may may do a, a Barry Switzer for a couple of years at Alabama until they get the players in that they need from from this staff coming up. So yeah. we'll just see how things play out. So uh, uh, all right, uh, maybe a good chance to beat them. Yeah, maybe so. Better than better than there was before, that's for sure. But they're going to have to get them on the schedule first because they're yeah. not on there now. Thanks for the call, Brad. Yeah. I appreciate it. Okay, bro. Yeah, just, I mean, again, not living up to what Saban has done or not equaling what Saban has done doesn't make you a bad coach. It's almost a virtual impossibility. I don't expect anybody to do it. I think Kirby's probably the next best guy or the guy right now, but I don't expect him to do what Saban did in the current environment with how much better some of these other programs are getting. Talk about tough shoes to fill. Yeah, no doubt. Wow. You don't want to be the guy, right? You want to be the next guy. Nick Saban, 19-12 and 12 in bowl games, seven national championships, 11 SEC titles, and he went 9-5 and five in the college football playoff. 292-71-1. And, one. and his, his record at Alabama is stupid, too. So Six championships at Bama, one at LSU. Mm-hmm. Ten SEC championships, I believe, 11. at Alabama. Oh, ten one there, at LSU. Yeah. yeah. Oh one, oh three, oh nine, twelve, fourteen through sixteen, eighteen, twenty, twenty one, twenty three. The craziest stat that I saw, Nick Saban has coached more first round picks than he has losses. That's interesting. And not surprising. Also, uh yeah, Pete Carroll, man, you got a national championship and you have a Super Bowl title. That's the elitist of elite company. Mm-hmm. So anybody who could hire him at any level, I would think would be thrilled to have an opportunity to get his brain for five years. And he's got great energy. Again, he just he seems a lot more vibrant. Not that Nick looked tired, but Belichick's obviously always sort of been a drag, so I can't tell if he's tired or not. How but old is Belichick? 72. I think he's the same age. Are they yeah. all the yeah. same I think age? They're all about the same age. Wow. Uh, he seems the oldest by far. Yeah, he does, but he has for 20 years. Bill, eight-time Super Bowl champion. So, 
it's hard to argue with him too. I mean, I, I don't you know. Two how he, with the Giants is DC. Yeah, I think that's right. So, anyway, ten forty-five. We'll come back and wrap up our first hour. I got a little bit of uh, Saban ranting. I'll miss that. I do like the exchanges. It was funny. I saw Maria Taylor came out and was like talking about how great it was and you know his great career. And I'm like, I mean, like the most the, the only thing I remember about you two exchanging anything is him dressing you down, which I thought he was in the wrong on that too. But anyway, obviously they were okay by the end of it all. So it's kind of funny, but everybody's had their moments with him, at least for those who got to cover him. Rowdy Hog Pickleball is the only dedicated pickleball store in Arkansas. Whether you love to dink or smash, their sales professionals can help you choose a paddle that fits your needs. Rowdy Hog Pickleball has everything you need to practice at home and play on the court. Get out of the kitchen and stop by to talk to one of their professionals to ace the new year. Located in the outlet mall down from H&M, Rowdy Hog Pickleball, your one-stop shop to pickleball success. Justin Ankery with Laura Beth from Coffin by Design West. Getting you ready for spring. And Laura Beth, let's start with some of the outside options that Coffin by Design West provides for folks who are trying to spruce up their homes this time of the year. We carry a large selection of in-stock steel products, which include leaf blowers, weed eaters, and lawnmowers. As far as sprucing up the house for spring cleaning, you have a lot of other options there as well. We have storage totes, power washers, flower bed tools, planters, fertilizers, all your lawn care needs. It's Coffin by Design West, out west past Taylor Loop, 14900 Cantor Road, Monday through Saturday, online at KauffmanLumber.com. It's the 34th Annual Reliance Bank Arkansas Big Buck Classic presented by Oakland January 26th to the 28th at the State Fairgrounds. Featuring rattlesnake handling, a raptor display, chainsaw carving, tree stands, monster trucks, ATVs, UTVs, camo, and more. Thank you, Buzz listeners, for a great 2023. We had a great year because of the support from our loyal Buzz fan base. We could not have done it without you. Chrysler's extended their incentives, and so we're going to keep passing on the savings to you. You'll save up to $13,000 off new Rams this month. Regular cab, quad cab, two-wheel drive, four-wheel drive. We got the truck you're looking for, and it's on sale. We're taking 10% off every new Ram Heavy Duty in stock, 2023 and 2024 models. And you'll save up to 15% off the all-new Jeep Grand Cherokee. Every new Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram is priced to move. We'll do whatever it takes to make you a deal. Save up to $13,000 off new Rams this month. We're taking 10% off every new Ram Heavy Duty in stock. And you'll save up to 15% off the all-new Jeep Grand Cherokee. At Fletcher Dodge, you always get the best price, the lowest finance rate, and more for your trade. We also promise you a hassle-free buying experience. Shop Fletcher Dodge in Sherwood before you buy anywhere else. Come see us in person at Fletcher Dodge on Warden Road in Sherwood or shop online at FletcherDeals.com. At Eat My Catfish, fall is our favorite time of the year, and football season isn't the only thing making a comeback. Available now, our famous shrimp gumbo and Cajun boudin balls make their return to the menu. Order online at EatMyCatfish.com. Eat local, eat fresh, eat my catfish. Listen to Out of Bounds every day to hear about what's trending on social media and whether listeners agree or disagree. Engaging conversations about engaging topics. Sponsored by Arkansas-based West Rock Coffee. Join West Rock and their 1.5 million coffee farmers around the globe as they fuel our Kansas with great-tasting coffee, tea, and water delivered directly to your business. Contact them at westrockcoffee.com or 833-886-JAVA. That's 833-886-5282. Call today. The Zone and the Oakland Racing Casino Resort Studio is back. Want to get into the show but you can't call? Text 661-1037 and give us your thoughts. My nail tech knows how to keep it a little secret. I don't wish for my success. I speak it. I caught a buzz and you did too, but you tweaking. I look like I've been getting money. How reeking. You smell me? That's LV. Walk around with my chest out of my skin smooth. I'm healthy. I'm in a mix and I'm handshaking, but most of y'all can't help me. Most of y'all ain't wealthy. Most of y'all just dress like it. I caught the vibe that y'all giving off and I'm trying to make myself less like it. This chick got a little Porsche body. I might let the bro test drive it. It's hard for me to get excited. I love music and stress about it. My city honing, I'm co-signing this wave coming up next out it. Riding around in the shotgun and her tester. Hanging both of my legs out it like, what's up? I got stakes and they too hot now. I can't I like girls that's down to earth, so don't be stuck up. I don't take L's, I give them out and I chuck them up. First listen, they hearing this like, what the f***? Ten toes, that's my M.O. Fam over gram, that's my M.O. With close friends, I got friends that I keep close and they let it go while I reload. Like, bow, bow, bow. TSA just 
out with my book bag up and my chain hitting like King's back in his hometown when them wheels hitting, I touch down, they She down low, three point stands, I'm back there doing jack dance like You know, everybody gets all excited about the beginning of the season. You know, you get excited about getting married. All right, but after you're married for a while, you know, you got to have a process to make it work. All right, and no matter what happens, we need to have a process to make it work in every game that we play. You just think we just, you know, whatever happens, we another player. Hi, and everything's going to be perfect. All of our fans think that. You all think that. That's what you write about. Because we have a tendency to think that way around here. Instead of just kicking people's ass like you're supposed to and working to do it. All right, so when you ask me those kind of questions, it really pisses me off. I know you would like to some kind of way extract something out of this bottle. All right, that's not there. It's not there. You all speculate and create things, and then you want people to respond to it. Get this bottle to respond to it, because I don't know anything more than that. Can't assume anything. I don't even know what you asked me, but I just wanted to say that. Good stuff. We got more from Nick Saban coming up in a bit. Yes? These three great coaches that we've been talking about. Yep. Saban, Carol, Belichick were born in the span of three, seven months. It's pretty cool. Yeah, it is the end, truly the end potentially of an era. Saban... October 31st, we've you know talked about that every yes. Halloween, 1951. Carol was born September 15th of 1951. Belichick is actually the youngest, born April 16th of 1952. Of course he is. Seven months apart, those three guys were born. That's pretty well. We know that Belichick and Saban worked together with the Browns. I guess Carol never worked with them at any point? I don't think he did. Hmm. Have to go back and look. Got my brain in motion. Hmm. Uh, okay. This is uh, from the Gangster Museum of America live fan feedback. Marianne says, we are at the bottom. We act like we're doing good because of softball and soccer. Um, Ole Miss just won 11 games, are better than us at basketball, and just won the Natty in baseball a couple years ago. Nobody else in the world brags about soccer, LOL. Yeah, no, the point is the program, the sports, the athletic program at Arkansas is very good, is very strong from top to bottom. And you do not have an elite football program right now. And you have a you do have a very good basketball program, though, even though they're having a down year. That doesn't mean the program stinks because they're having a bad year. Florida's got a good program, right, you think? In football or basketball? There's a program. Both, yes. Major sports. Yes. Arkansas's been better in basketball recently, been better in baseball, or as good, if not better, in baseball. In Florida, they've been struggling in football. Yeah. Tennessee? I mean, he found one example, or she found one example. I think Marianne's actually he... Um, it's, not, it's 2024, buddy. Anything's possible. She's whatever. No, I think that's just a, it's a name that he throws out there. I understand. Um, you can find an example. Yeah, Mississippi State won a baseball championship. Their basketball team's off to a good start. You, but, mean, you mean because you don't think women know anything about sports, so it can't be a woman? Nah, no. no, just from previous reading Marianne. Uh, it's, just, it's just a name. Uh, Tennessee. I mean, good baseball program, but Arkansas's been better. Tennessee's got a great Fo- athletic program. Football, yeah, but... What, what's been their most recent success? They haven't had that kind of success Arkansas's had in basketball. Right. Uh, they haven't had the success in baseball. Football, they had one good year last year. They haven't. It's not like they're in the national championship hunt. Yep. I bet their soccer team's good. Uh, T.Y. says, after two Elite Eights and a Sweet 16, coaches earned a must-pass. Sometimes the changes just don't work or mesh. Run him off, and we'll be back to the Stan Heath and Pelper. You're an idiot if you think you need to run off Stan, uh, uh, Stan Heath. There'll be no talk Run off Moss. That's, That's dumb. Silly. Stop it. Stop it. It'll uh, take a few struggling years you, before that happens. We don't even have to say he earns a pass. That's that's evident. That's obvious. Yeah. yeah. Ryan says, Bruce Pearl has won the SEC championship. No one cares. And been to a Final Four. That's true. Nobody except Arkansas fans think Moss is as great as we do. That's not true. You're crazy. Disagree. Uh, Marianne, who may or may not be a woman, says, Nobody gives a blank about soccer and softball. We care about two to three sports, and that's all, period. Oh, that's fine. I'm not bringing them up until somebody says the whole program is trash. Well, again, there's more to an athletic program than two sports. 
I mean, women's basketball, is it achieving at the level you want it to? By the way, they're on the court tonight against Mississippi State. And they've got one of their former players suiting up. It's another one I don't understand. Like, why do you transfer as a senior, a fifth-year senior, and go play somewhere else? I don't understand the thinking. NIL money as a female basketball player? No. Who's not an elite player? Maybe just a clash of... The Titans? Her and the coach didn't get along? Yeah, philosophy. You got anything on the text line from sure. Southern Structural Solutions? Oh, you bet. I mean, where do I start? Uh, Greg and Brian says Pete Carroll was a GA at Arkansas. Yeah. Yeah. Would there be any chance from the 870 of Pete Carroll coming to Arkansas as an advisory capacity? Why? No. Uh, Tom McCogg, with Nick Saban retiring, I would think there would be some outstanding assistant coaches that would be looking for jobs. Yeah, on from his staff. Uh, by the way, I think uh, Dan Lanning will replace Saban. Mm-hmm. Remember at the first of the season how it seemed like there was a lot of talk of Deion Sanders replacing Nick at Alabama. What about Deion at Oregon? I like that. Mm-hmm. I do too. Flashy school, yeah. Nike mm-hmm. money, perfect fit. It's a good fit. Was Deion Nike? I think so. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Oh, I think He's flashy, <laughs> yeah. and so is Oregon. Y'all think Seattle, the Seahawks, would be interested in Lincoln Riley? Why? He did just have a disappointing year at USC. Uh-huh. Great offensive mind, but has he ever coached in the NFL? No, but he was mm-hmm. up like his name was mentioned yeah, when the Cowboys was. were open a few years ago. I think he's a great college coach. I don't know if he'd be great. I don't know that he wouldn't be a great. Pro have to coach. get a good DC. Yeah, uh, just uh, Logan from Cersei says, of course, Musselman missed on the portal. He didn't get the three main players he wanted. They are all big time and would have made a huge difference this year. Uh, Hunter Dickinson, yes, Grant Nelson. And then Ron Holland. Holland wasn't G-Wing portal, did, but he yeah. was... Is Nelson having a great year at Bama? It is okay. Good. Good. Not great. Okay. Yeah. Um, Hunter Dickinson, yes, would be yeah. huge on this team. He'd be huge on any team. And yeah. I've been Literally and figuratively. That Musselman thought that if they would have gotten, uh, could have paid the amount of money Ron Holland was wanting, that this could be a championship team. Hmm. He would have been a difference maker. On so would Dickinson. Yeah. How much did we have to pay him? I guess he'd rather go to Kansas and lose the UCF. Loser. I think Kansas is a little better than Arkansas right now. Well, maybe. They almost lost to TCU over the weekend, and they did lose to UCF last night. We did lose on Saturday, and we did lose last night. That's right. College basketball has been crazy this week. When you look at one, two, three. Five and three went down last Last night. night. One and two Two went down. Went down last night, too. Who? I think uh, UConn. Nine did. I forgot who it was, though. UConn now is going to be number one next week. I thought you said UConn went down. I was like, what? Yeah. I think they're four. Okay. And they're the only ones not to lose yet yeah. this week. If you show up, you can be number one. Mm. Arkansas can't. As I said. I'm talking about it. Hey, Razorback fans, it's Quinn Grovey. Check out the new location of Bell & Sword in Conway. Suits, shirts, vests. Also, polos with Arkansas logo gear from Johnny O and Peter Millar. A store within a store with Arkansas-made Martin Dingman shoes and leather goods. Fantastic service with a tailor-owned staff to fit you perfectly. Go to the new location.